Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm your host, John, back with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I am so good. How are you? I saw you were doing fit workouts today. I did my first one. It was rad. Wow. We were, we were like twins. I was doing their new, uh, this is the Salt Fitness for anyone who's uh, wondering, although Fit is a different company, but I was doing their Assault Runner workouts that are in the beta test today. Ooh. I know. And what do you think? Well, I just ran in place for 25 minutes. It was great. You know, (laughs) it was, it was good. It was good. Like, you know, I don't run a lot and, uh, you know, to be forced to run for 25 minutes when someone isn't chasing you is different, but it was all good. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. I loved it. Honestly, I can never, I can never convince Matt to work out with me like at home. Like we go to the gym together all the time and he's like not motivated and is not like into going to the basement to work out. But now we have the assault bike pro and we have this fit membership F I I T And you know me, I love a guided class. Like I love a Peloton run. I'm not like a spin person, but I like like just that environment where someone just tells me what to do. That's why I do CrossFit too. Someone just tells me what to do. I just show up. Um, And it's, it is like that. It's just like, it was perfect. So we have the new bike and the, and the new system and I convinced him and he did it with me. And it was like great because it was like assault bike sprints. It was like a 25 minute class. Yep. Assault Terrible. bike sprints. And then there was, yeah. And then there was like dumbbell stuff yep. and there Terrible. was like hammer yep. curls and tricep shit and yep. like whatever. And he was super into it. And I, I obviously was. And then they sent me, do you wear the heart rate monitor? Oh yeah, of course. I love it. It's great. It's like wearing it a bra. It's the only chance I get to wear a bra. It's awesome. It, it is exactly like wearing a bra, you know, um, yeah. but it was awesome because at the end, like, I don't know, I just had like zombie brain because it was a salt bike sprint. So I wasn't thinking. And then at the end, I like looked at the summary and the, the um, heart rate monitor counted my reps for me. Yeah. It's got a gyrosphere um, in it. And every time you do a burpee or whatever the movement is, it counts it, counts your reps. It's good. I was friggin' blown away. I, I'm never it, going, you know. It'll no rep you, by the way. If you don't complete the movement, like give the full range of motion, you won't get credit for the rep. Well, it's funny because Matt was like, you did more than 41 reps. And I was like, did I? Did I? (laughs) No, it was awesome. I like it. I like it a lot. And I love, um, I'm going to love being able to like pull it out onto my deck in the summertime. And like be outside yeah, and do all that good. stuff. That's speaking of not getting credit for their reps, Annika Greer's oh, with us. Oh no, the worst oh. segue of the century. Oh, I'm oh, sorry, Annika. I'm so sorry. So, <laughs> no, I love that. That was perfect. <laughs> it was not set up. We did not set that up, but if Nikki like lofted it, and I got to hit a softball pitch when she throws it out there, I got to hit it. I have to hit yeah, it. Yeah, it was right there. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I know. How are you? I'm, I'm great. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I'm, uh, I'm as good as I can be. We have been talking yeah. about getting you on this show forever. And we've been talking to two because we've been doing work with them and they're like, are you going to get Anna Kruger? And we're like, we will, we will, we will, we will. And then all this shit happened with you over the last week. And we're both like, Oh, why didn't we do this sooner? You know? So uh, meant to be. <laughs> was, yeah. Totally. So we appreciate you doing that for us. It was great. <laughs> Great, great for Thanks us. for giving us a reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, but I feel like I feel like I want to know all the things that are going on, like in your life, and what's happening, and what's even happening outside of CrossFit. But I do feel like we should kind of address the elephant in the room, which is like, what is happening right yeah. now with this rep situation? 
That's a very good question. There's a lot of things going on in the quarterfinals, post-quarterfinals world at the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. My situation, I mean, I didn't even realize there was European females who were kind of in like the same boat who had like a time change that we don't or like we did and they don't. And they were all of a sudden an hour too late kind of thing. And then same thing, they could prove they did the workout in time, but the CrossFit wouldn't accept it. I didn't know about that until... um, my issue on the last workout, which was basically, I finished a day early. Um, I feel like you guys are probably, I feel like everybody's heard this story so many times. No, but, no, no. I, but, I, uh, I appreciate it. I think you please tell it, tell it. Cause yeah. I, I think it's always different when you hear the athlete tell it a hundred percent. But yeah, like I finished the workout Saturday with everyone, almost everyone finished it Saturday, except for a couple people who were going to redo. Um, but like Christine best, Danielle Brandon, and I all done Saturday. We were like, heck yeah, we're finished a day early. Let's go. Alex Kazan too, which is funny because we actually, zoom called with morning chalk up that evening. And like, we were like, just finished workout five. We were telling them, we were like, yeah, we crushed it. Like just put our scores in like, like morning chalk up had evidence that we finished it on Saturday. Cause we talked about the workout right. anyway. So yeah, I submitted my score. I, I immediately got my video link. Like I did for the first four workouts, put everything in, um, to the best of my knowledge, hit submit. And then we're just like, see ya, like done with quarters. I was ready to, it'd been, I'd been in Vegas for a while. Um, very, very, very out of my element. So I was just kind of like a couple more days going home. Like I'm done with quarters. We're moving on. Like now the scoreboard's zero and zero. Did I mentally turn off too soon? Maybe like I absolve myself of no responsibility here, but, um, Anyways, yeah. And then Sunday, the deadline is 12 for us. So we were out to like brunch, like we slept in, we were cheering people on who were doing redos. Like we were all like, nobody was thinking about competing anymore, at least myself and like Christine, Danielle, we weren't thinking about competing anymore. We were like cheering on the rest of our teammates and like, now it's time for food because nobody had eaten like really well the whole weekend. We were like, let's go eat. <laughs> at least that's what I was thinking about. But we went out and <laughs> got like pancakes and I was like, oh, I was so excited yes. for this breakfast. That was all I was thinking about clearly. And yeah, we get to like, I remember we were sitting eating brunch and it was like 12, 20, maybe not quite. And I remember being like, oh, I wonder if the leaderboard is going to go up earlier this time. Cause I know it takes an hour for it to go up because it's blind. So like, I couldn't even like I, during the open, if you want to see if your score's up, you check your leaderboard and then you see where you are and then you close it and hope that it doesn't move. (laughs) But, um, but there was no leaderboard for me to check. I would have had to go into my dashboard and double check and everything. Um, which to be fair, I do normally do didn't this time. That is a hundred percent my mistake. But, uh, but yeah, we're like eating. And I remember I opened up my Safari and the last thing that was up was my dashboard. Cause I had not really touched my phone since. Um, and anyways, my dashboard's up and I can see like workout score submission history and five is empty. And I remember looking at Cooper and I was like, Cooper, where's my score? And he's like, what? He's like, not really listening at this point. He's like, what now? Like, what's the issue? And I was like, my score is not on my phone. Like it's not on my dashboard. He's like, did you screenshot it? And I literally have screenshots of workout one, two, three, four. And again, just not five. It was just kind of like one of those things. It was just like, it all just kind of happens at once. Right. So no screenshot. Um, and I was like, no, like I don't. And he's like, relax. Like, it's going to be okay. We have the video. You literally did it yesterday. The leaderboard's not up yet. Shoot him an email and I'll literally call Justin Berg if I need to. Like, you're fine. And then that was kind of it. It was like, all right, like relax, you're fine. And I've gotten, I used to get like 
very, very stressed about online competitions. Like after every workout, I'd be on my phone, like, Oh my God, Brett, can you see my elbows? Like Brett's my coach. I was like, can you see my elbows fully extend here? Like right now here, like somebody walks in front of my camera. Are they going to penalize me? Let me state for the record. I have never gotten a penalty. I've been doing online competitions since I was 14 years old. Like that is the only sort of competing I have done because I've never gotten to go to the games as a teenager. And I've never gotten a penalty and I've never submitted a score late. Um, and so like, I pride myself on the fact that I play by the rules. I don't get penalties. I move well. Like I do everything right. Anyway. So normally I get very wound up about this and I was like, all right, relax. Like, don't get wound up. Like you're all right. Like you can stay calm. So I'm staying pretty calm. I like send them an email. It's like 1220. I'm like, Hey, I am so sorry. I don't know what happened to my score. I am certain I submitted it, but it's not showing up. And like people watched me submit it. Long story short, they emailed me back. They were like, no can do past the deadline. And we don't have any, re- like, we don't have any recollection of your score. It, they don't just disappear. I was like, then maybe it was a Wi-Fi issue. I know people at the gym had been having trouble uploading their videos to YouTube. It was just taking forever. So I'm like, maybe the Wi-Fi cracked out. Like I'm at a loss here. I, whatever happened between submit and you guys getting it, I, I don't know. And I truly don't. I mean, like, I really got no idea. But anyways, I was like, here's the link to my video. You can see it was uploaded yesterday. So there is like hard proof that I did it yesterday. And they were like, we're not accepting any more scores at this time. Sorry. And so they just, that was the end of the conversation for me. And then it went into Cooper's hands and thank God I had Cooper or else that would have been it. That would have been the end of the line for me kind of thing. Um, Cooper's like my agent from lab. Um, Yeah. I was going to say, you guys probably know. But anyway, so thank God Cooper was there. He starts calling people and it just call person after person, no luck, no luck, no luck. And it just keeps spiraling. And like, we have like hit every single corner of the CrossFit space that we could. And like, nobody could help. Um, and the people who could help were super firm on rules are rules. And that was basically the only explanation we got is that that like kind of authoritarian black and white, which is not something I like, if, if, if you know me, that's not how I am and how I grew up and how I live. So it was, it was hard for me to kind of understand that, like, but we have so much evidence right now. I did not cheat. I played by the rules. I did it in the amount of time. Like I'm not even asking for an exception because I couldn't do it in time. I'm just asking for like a, basically a tech glitch fix. And it was just, no, there was just straight up. We got Brent from the PFAA to call Berg. Nope, <laughs> no help. So it was just kind of like your season is done, um, which sucks because this was supposed to be my breakout year um, after four, five, very, very, very hard years. So it's, yeah, it was a, that was a tough pill to swallow. It's still, it's still making its way down. Well, my heart is just broken for you hearing this story. It's just so like, and I usually am the black and white person on this show. I usually Mm -hmm. am like, this is the rule. This is the deadline. This is the whatever. And I just feel like we've been in such a weird world right? For like two years now where we've had to adjust and people have had to figure out how to do things virtually and online. And we know from more than two years of experience that just the shit is not perfect. The tech is not perfect. Like the, the adaptation to making it work with online competitions, like isn't perfect. So it's as the black and white person, it's just hard for me to hear your story and not be like, 
where's the human element? You know, yeah, that's, that's, 100%. that's tough. That's tough. And I, and I get the rules are rules argument as well. Like I, I fully understand because they, they have to draw a line somewhere. It mm-hmm. just sucks hearing it come out of your mouth that that line had to be drawn basically 100%. directly on, I, on you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, also, especially when it comes to CrossFit, like I'm not a black and white person, but I also understand the need for like regulations because of how willy nilly we can get sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I know, especially with like the new leadership, they're trying to get that under control. Mm-hmm. So I could, I understood that from their side and I did. And it was like, almost like, like I'm numb at this point. It's why I'm like, I'm just yeah. like, I, at this point, I feel like I've gone through the seven stages of grief. Like it hit me hard, but it's like, it's not the first time I've been through this. I know how to deal with it. It's now it's just kind of, and what's funny is like, is I'm, I'm really not an angry person. That's like the feeling I feel the least, that is my least common emotion is anger. And I wasn't angry. Like people kept telling me like, Oh my God, you must be so angry with CrossFit HQ. And I was like, no, like Mm -hmm. I'm hurt and I'm so sad, but, and I'm like heartbroken, but I'm not angry until today when I saw, um, how many false scores were on the quarterfinals leaderboard and how many people Ah. did have the, shuttle runs and didn't have their scores removed, but me like a CrossFit games contender got my season ended because of a technicality yet there are people. And one of their arguments is like, Oh, well the person in one twenty, blah, blah, blah. But it's like the person in one twenty, like there, there could be five other people that should be in because of that one score that has so many incorrect like scores in there right now. Like there's a ton of top 10 finishes that, should be gone because they did half the shuttle runs. So until now I was not mad whatsoever. But when I saw that today and I saw that they were still in there, cause I knew it was happening, but I assumed they would get picked out and fixed. But when I saw that like semifinal invites went out today and there's still incorrect scores in there, yet I'm the one who's getting punished as harshly as you could punish someone. Um, I, I don't even care if they stick me at 120. you can like, destroy my quarterfinal standings but like so now I'm I'm a little bit more I'm a little less sad and a little more fired up now just because I'm like okay cool and now I really feel like I'm getting screwed over (laughs) that's really interesting it's hard you you don't without hearing kind of the entire story you don't realize how much of a ripple effect every single thing happens right so like Mm -hmm. if someone is five thousandth in the world and has some sort of video that they don't get penalized for, but you do. It's like, you normally wouldn't see the connection between these two athletes and yet Mm -hmm. everything has a ripple effect. You know what kind of sucks about this, at least in my mind, like I'm kind of like Nikki, I'm normally also kind of black and white on these things, you know, like the rules are the rules. Got to follow them. If it doesn't happen, sorry about your luck. But like, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at your scores. You were 16th in the open. Yeah. Like, like you can look at that and go, okay, well, I know people hate this term, but you clearly have the capacity Right. So it feels like there should be a rule in there somewhere that gives them the leeway to, at a minimum, put you in the last chance qualifier at a bare minimum. At a minimum. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like some sort of guidance for Justin Berg or whoever to say, all right, we know she can compete at this level. We want the fittest on earth to compete against each other. Like, let's be honest, those people that are 120th are probably not really competing for the games. Typically, I, yeah. and there may be some exceptions and I know somebody's going to blow me up over that. But if you can give me an example, somebody finished 120th that made it to the games, I'd love to hear it. 
It mm-hmm. typically, typically doesn't happen. It's usually those people in the top 20 in the open or the top 30 in the open that actually make the games, you know? Yeah. And so I think you want the fittest on earth to compete against each other. So I would just, I wish there were some sort of an exception where they could yeah. say, all right, we're not going to, you know, to your point, we're going to wreck your overall score. You're not going to get the pride yeah. of saying I finished in the top 20 or whatever. And we're going to make you go to the last chance qualifier and prove it. That's like, yeah. that is punish. That punishment already exceeds the crime. I feel like, but I would be right. happy to accept that. Like, that's yeah. like, that would be them. People would be like, Whoa, like that was, they were tough on her. Like, you know what I mean? Like that would already. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. I mean you know, uh, do at- they still do, do they still do special invites to the games? They Not can anymore. honestly do whatever they wanted. I don't well, think yes, they're they going could. to, but yes. like, yeah, they, uh, and that's been the argument of so many people is like, they literally could do whatever they wanted, but I think, and it's funny, they have that clause in the rule book. It's called the like, fittest on earth clause or something. I don't know. One yeah, of my the, lawyer the wild friends, card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one of my lawyer friends pointed it out to me. They sent me a screenshot. I was like, guys, I'm too tired for this. I don't know. Aww. But, uh, <laughs> but it was like, basically above all else, they're trying to find the fittest on earth. And it was like, well, they're breaking that right now. And I was like, <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would have to go tired. look it up, but there was a year that Glassman did it. So obviously there was a year that they had the wild cards and, and Glassman told me this personally in a podcast, like they were trying to find, trying to bring in someone for, it was designed to bring someone in from outside of CrossFit mm-hmm. and he, what he wanted to do. And this was, these are his words, not mine, because it's a little sexist, but what he wanted to do was bring in a dude like Hunter McIntyre and have the women destroy him. That's what he wanted to happen. He was like, he believed that the the female CrossFitters were fitter than the fittest people that were not CrossFitters, males included. And he wanted to bring them in. And so he wanted to bring in these wild cards, you know, and it makes sense. Like he wants to prove the methodology. But they had a situation a few years prior to that. And I forget who the CrossFitter is. And this is, you know, shame on me for not preparing for this podcast. Uh, But they've had situations where they've they've given wild cards to other people that didn't qualify for whatever reason. And they're like, we know you've got the capacity. We're going to bring you up. There was at yeah, least they did it for, they one. did it for Ben Smith a couple years ago. That's the yes. special invite. That's what there I'm asking go. about. Sorry. I called it special invite. You called it wild card. Wild card I don't know yeah. if they're doing yeah. it anymore. Um, but yeah, they've had, there's always been special invites to the games yeah. for whatever, you know, whatever exceptional reason. I think the year that he, the year that they invited him, he was either like super injured during the open or yeah. wicked sick during the open or something, or maybe well, he had just had a baby. I don't remember, but it, it was yeah. like a legitimate, you'd be like, yes, this man has been to the games like mm-hmm. 300 yeah. times. We should probably invite him. And, yeah. and he didn't like, he didn't dethrone someone, you know what I mean? It wasn't no. the situation, yeah. but it was like, he should be able to compete. That was mm-hmm. the. Yeah. He, yeah. I also, there's, there's a big difference between Ben Smith and I, we're uh, <laughs> there's a little difference there, but, <laughs> but I do, <laughs> but I do, I get that point where it's like, they could, if they wanted to make an exception or justify anything they wanted to, but they just decided. And I don't like to, like, I, it's so hard for me to be mad at CrossFit because they also gave me like a career and a life that like, I, sure. my dream, like, you know what I mean? So it's so hard for me to be mad at them. Cause it's like, I'm going to be back next year. Like, right, right, right. No, yes, yes. but I also, I also do think they used me as an example a little bit. Um, but then and, and I was fine with that until today when I started seeing like, all right, you're going right. to tell me rules are rules and then let other people break them blatantly with no consequences. That's my kind of, that was my issue yeah. at least. 
Yeah. So I'm very curious to see how all this shakes out because I feel like the, the shuttle run situation and these invalid rules or sorry, invalid scores, they're getting like a lot of attention and I haven't seen a one clear definitive answer come out of CrossFit. I think I read in the morning chalk up that Boz's comment was like, we're going to review and we'll, you know, edit the leaderboard. But then there have been other comments that have said that the leaderboard are finalized. And so I just said, I'm just confused and I'm curious, like everyone else, like, how's it going to shake out? I feel like in the past, whenever something's really blown up, HQ has done a, or home office, whatever we're calling it now, has done a really good job of like, maybe it takes a little bit longer than we all want. Like we all want everything to be done now, but they've done a good job historically of being like, okay, well, I'm going to revisit this and figure it out uh, and then come to a conclusion that makes a lot of sense. So I'm just, Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe the ink isn't dry yet and I'm waiting for something else to happen. That's, I'm just curious to see how I mean, it all shakes out. Yeah, that'd be great. It's the, the only part of me that doubts that is that I saw people getting those emails with the like semifinal seating, right, right, like they've already yeah. sent those to the 120. And I mean, the, the rope client or the shuttle run score issue where people are only doing half the reps isn't going to affect anyone in the top 50. However, if they're, I'm just saying if they're like rules are rules, that whole thing. And then this happens, but it, it could change somebody who's sitting in like 122, 123, who maybe their worst workout was this. And this is happening because I've seen people comment this, whose worst workout was the shuttle run one. All of a sudden you take away the five, 10 scores that are wrong and they're in the top 120. Like, you know what I mean? Because points are close when, and if their whole goal and whole year revolved around getting them to semis, it's like, that's their a whole, you know what I mean? Like when they did everything fairly, in my opinion, I think only doing half the shuttle runs, even if it was a mistake and you didn't mean to, is a much, much, much harsher, worse offense than not double checking your score. So that's, that was my only issue is I was like, you guys are punishing me or I'm getting punished so, so hard over a technicality. And then there's people doing half the reps who are having who aren't having any sort of repercussions. That's tough. I've I've said so many times on this, Brent's going to yell at me again because he's already yelled at me for this once, but I've said so many times we need a better athlete union. And this is a perfect example of why. And no offense to what the PFA is doing. Like seriously, I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. I'm sure they're doing hard work. But like I look at this and go, there, there's two issues. Like your issue is one that's a pretty big issue to me where you have an athlete that clearly has the capacity and you, then there's some sort of digital error, whether it's on your end or CrossFit's end, you're still one of the fittest on earth. And as someone who wants to see the fittest competing against the fittest, I don't want to see you replaced with someone that has no chance of winning. So that's one issue where a good athlete union could, could fit in and say, all right, there should be some sort of exemption or exception process for this athlete. The second area where a great athletes union could fit in is to say, all right, this shuttle run business is bullshit. End to end. Like, why are we putting shuttle runs in the quarterfinal? They're hard to judge. <laughs> oh, in general, the movement yeah. you mean? They're hard, I mean... To ju- they're hard to judge. They're almost impossible to video. I mean, you're asking hundreds, I mean, hundreds of athletes to video a shuttle run Come on, like you, you don't agree. have clear evidence they even touched the line for God's sakes, let alone whether they made the distance. Like there's just too much there. And then like, what does it take to judge it? And a good athlete's union can go, no, 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 we're not doing shuttle runs. Like let's yeah. do what, like anything other than shuttle runs, something that's Literally. easy to judge. 
Yeah. That's the, the problem. Point. And Brent, like Brent, Brent, Brent was very helpful in my case. He tried his hardest, but the union is only as strong as the power that's given to them. And like right. he, we've had meetings, we have meetings all the time. Like I think he, he's trying his hardest, but like he can do, he can email them and call as many people as he wants. But if CrossFit doesn't listen to them, don't matter. Cause that's like Brent called and he had multiple calls with Justin about like my case, the European athletes case. We had plans laid out. He's like, even last chance, like he offered them that and CrossFit was kind of like, cool. <laughs> no. Um, so, I mean, like he could try all those things, but it's like, you got to give the union power for it to actually like matter. Well, the union has to take power, Annika. Like, and what I mean by that is you guys as athletes have to be willing to walk out of the stadium. Mm. That's what it takes. Like at some yeah. point, the athletes are going to have to have a stadium full of people in Madison and go to Justin Berg or whoever and going, yeah, we're not taking the field. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's what it's going to take in order to get CrossFit's attention on this. And I'm yeah. like, again, I like, I love CrossFit. I love the games. I love watching you guys compete. So I don't want to see that happen, but like, that's why major league baseball, NFL, you know, whoever NBA has the power because at some point those athletes did not take the field. Yeah. Mm. You're probably, you're, honestly, you're probably right. And I've talked to, I talked to one athlete about this and he messaged me today and he was like, so any news, like any updates? I was like, Oh dude, it's done. Like there's no, there's no more updates That's it's done and dusted. I've already, I'm already in the moving on process, but he's like, well, the athletes need to do something like we need to take a stand. And I'm like, that's a great idea. But like, it's kind of like a, where do you start? And, and I don't know enough of these athletes who, who cross it with, care about well enough because I'm so new in the sport to ask them and be like, Hey, will you like threaten to end your season for me? Like for me, I just don't feel like I'm in that place. So it's such like a, and I, I agree with you because CrossFit has told us they want to listen to us as athletes. Um, so I'm like, if we start making noise, like maybe they listen, but it's like, how does that even, how do you even start that? Right. Well, my, my suggestion, uh, again, I don't know shit about running a union. So I'm just, ranting here right but if it were me i would say any athlete that finishes in the top whatever in the open so like in your case you finish six, 15th or 16th right mm-hmm. so i would say something like all right let's take these top i don't know let's say 100 athletes in the open and if you finish in that top 100 because some athletes are going to be new in that we're going to say okay you're now in the union you have to pay your union dues And if something goes south, we're all standing up on your behalf. So what would be happening right now is because you finished 16th and you'd be in the union, everyone else would be going to CrossFit and saying, we're not going to court. We're not going to semis until Annika's in. Yeah. And I mean, the union is made up of like the games athletes and the last chance qualifier. So like I'm in the PFA from coming sixth at semis last year. And I mean, that's a great idea. It just, it wasn't established. Right. But I mean, like that's have the athletes having each other's backs is something that I think is very important. And I think we all subconsciously do, but it's just to put it into practice like that is definitely, I do think that's a, like that would be the next step. Well, it's very easy for me to say, because I have yeah. zero financial stake in this. And, <laughs> and like the reality is, you know, I keep using the comparison of major league baseball or NFL, but you know, no offense to CrossFit and CrossFit athletes, you guys don't make that kind of money. Like if you made major league baseball money, it's easy to go. Yeah. I'll take the year off. I make yeah. 18 million a year. No problem. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but when you make 18,000 a year, it's a much different thing. 
you know? Yeah. And so I get that. I, I just think a, you know, a stronger athlete bind here uh, would give you more leverage and at least force them to make some sort of different decision, even if it's to the earlier point of, Hey, it's going to be a really, really harsh penalty and you're going to go fight for one spot in the last chance qualifier, but that'd be better yeah. than nothing that you have today. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I, yeah, I think you're right. I do think you're right. Again, all things that are easy to say, but they definitely need to be considered. Can I I'm ranting, Nikki. Can Sorry. I just throw, just no, ranting. it's totally fine. Can I just throw one <laughs> unpopular opinion in the mix here? Sure. Go for it. I love the shuttle runs. <laughs> Oh, they're terrible. Why do you love shuttle runs? I love love the shuttle runs. I'll tell you why. So many reasons. Uh, Number one, I actually don't think they're hard to, to like film and judge. Like you just have to set it up properly. You just have to, you have to be able to see both tape lines. Then your judge has to be like, are you fully behind the tape line? There's that. But I love the shuttle runs because it is, it is so not hard. Like, it's amazing that there's this movement that, like, literally anyone, like, 85-year-old grandmas can do in the quarterfinals. And I just feel like sometimes it's really, this is what happened. Sometimes it's really simple movements that flub people up. Like, if they ever threw single unders into, like, a quarterfinal or into a semifinal, everyone would be like, what? But you would, it would be insane how many people are like flubbed up by something so simple so i just like wall walks like wall (laughs) walks right well actually i personally think wall walks are really hard but i hate being upside down Uh, yeah that's just me but i don't i don't know i just maybe it's not the most like spectator friendly and it's probably difficult to film but like everything is difficult to film the top of the rope is difficult to film in and of itself i just as like a long time crossfitter and long time coach I actually really liked it. Unpopular opinion potentially, but that's just that's just me. I like them in workouts. I just don't like them for quarterfinals. I liked it. Whatever. I liked like watching really fit people shuffle really slowly when they got tired. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was like, ah. I did tell myself at one point during that workout. I think it was the second round. I remember telling myself, "Annika, you look so stupid right now. You need to go faster." Um, and. I couldn't. And Cooper told me, he said, yeah, buddy, on the second round, you looked up at the rope and one of your eyes were, was rolled back into your head. I was like, good then. So yeah, I mean, I hated the shuttle runs because I threw up my entire lunch and breakfast after that workout and knocked myself out. Don't even remember that workout from the second round on. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) I maybe don't like them for the same reason or a different reason than John does, but but I think I, it's, I like your point is valid. Definitely the combination of like the methodology and the sport. Um, but then there's also the argument that we need more separation between the methodology me- methodology and the sport. But, yeah, potentially. Yeah. I mean, they were definitely a lot harder than I thought. Yeah. And that's always fun when you get something. It's same thing as the wall walks, honestly. Like I remember last year being like, what the heck are they doing? Putting wall walks in? Like we want handstand pushups and hard things and high skill, make us look cool. And then we all look like idiots flopping like fish and dying. And we can't do the most basic thing. So like, I like that. I think that's cool. Um, they did suck though. They were awful. They hurt a lot more than I expected. Here's my argument against the shuttle runs, Nikki. This is why I don't like them. I think they're fine. I would have rather seen them in semis. Like when I think of, of quarterfinals, 
Um, I was really close to making quarterfinals and I am exceptionally average. Right. So like, you're not going to like, there's no difference for me. Like I can do a shuttle run. You know what I can't do? I can't do high rep muscle ups, uh, particularly under high fatigue. I can't do super heavy weight. I can't do uh, handstand walks. Like those are the things that are going to separate people in quarterfinals between the ones that actually have a shot at making the games and the pretenders like me. Right. Yeah, Whereas yeah. a shuttle run, I can go do a shuttle run. Now, to Annika's point, I might puke, maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But it's just not, it's not a difference maker for me. And, and, and the fact that we've got people arguing over, am I going to be 120th or 119th or 118th? And people are going to get disqualified from semis over a movement that virtually anyone can do just bugs me. That's all. Yeah, no, I know. I know. But I will, my argument still is that the pathway to the games this year uh, has these checks along the way. And if to Annika's point, if your goal, if your season was like come in one nineteen and go to semis and that's your thing, then like, sure. I still like that quarterfinals has a mix of exceptionally average potential yeah. because then you'll finish last at semis, but you went and that's a big deal and it's not going to keep yeah, someone off the podium. So I still like at least that the yeah. path has a mixture of high skill, high rep and known unknowable, sure. whatever. But yeah, 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 I get that. Yeah. At least we had like during quarters, there was like the total. So there was heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. We had the muscle ups under fatigue. Like there was lots of good, like, like the handstand pushups, like there at least was a good balance. And then honestly, the only workout that really hurts that I was like, in pain during was the, the rope was the shuttle run one. All of the other ones I finished and like walked away and I was like, sweet. Like that was awesome. That was fun. Um, even the like power snatch one, it hurts, but like it only hurts for a minute. Like you're still fine to like you finish and you're like, ow, yeah. <laughs> it's not one of those ones where like, I like, fl- like I have a video of me finishing the rope climb one, my airwave. I like finish the last rope climb and I drop onto all fours and you just see my airwave like slowly drip out of my mouth. <laughs> it's so bad. Like all the other ones I'm like, cool, calm, composed. So like, I kind of liked that there was one that like, you kind of had to hurt because it's one of those things. It's like, yes, they're simple. But like, if you're fit, you're going to do them real fast. It's like, you can make a fundamentals workout hurt as bad as you yep. want. Right. It was about how bad you wanted it to hurt. And I kind of like that. Cause I mean, there's got, there's got to be some pure fitness in there somewhere. And something I've learned is that you kind of have to be ready to literally do anything yeah. at any point. So once, once I saw that they got announced, I was disappointed because I wanted handstand walks because I love gymnastics, but then I was kind of like, okay, but why do you run every day? So that when this comes up, you're going to be fine. So it's kind of as an athlete, like, I feel like you saw it come up and whether you like them or not, you kind of just like, whatever, that's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Time to do it as well as I can. (laughs) I think they're in there for the same reason that I put like duck walks in my warm-ups when I coach. It's because I just like to laugh (laughs) at how silly people look, you know, when you're dying. Just having a giggle. Literally, Boz was like, people are going to be dying. I'm going to make them shuffle. And they're just like, (sighs) yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I had heard that I had heard that shuffle runs were supposed to be in the open. Like that was the rumor was yes. like when, when Dave was writing the open shuttle runs were supposed to be in. And then after he, you know, was sent packing, they took them out and then they got moved over mm-hmm. to quarterfinals. That's the rumor. I don't know if any of that's true or not. I people no, think I'm in- I heard that as well. Yeah. Instead of the box jump overs. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. See, I'm not in cahoots like everyone thinks, Annika. I don't really know what's going on. I'm just speculating. I'm just like here from other wants. people. Yeah. I'm not in cahoots either. I'm all, all over here in my lonely little island on Canada. I just, I just get the texts from other people. <laughs> I mean, I'm not in cahoots since I'm the only one that actually likes shuttle runs. There you go. Yeah. They're definitely not programming for things people want to see. So that's how you know I'm not nah. in. Where, where are you in Canada? Prince Edward Island. Uh, yeah. East, east, east coast. You're, um, so I'm very familiar with all things Maine. So we know PEI well because you're just kind of like okay, an yeah. extension of Yeah, that's Maine only coast. like, that's like a five hour drive away. That's not that far, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, how'd you like Vegas? It's like kind of quite the change. It is. It was about the polar opposite of PEI in every way you could imagine. <laughs> Um, Vegas was great. Vegas was great. It was, I love the heat. Oh, I love the heat. I just already missed the sun so much. Um, but it was awesome. I mean, the, the people there are awesome. I love Justin. Um, it was a great experience. I'm trying really hard not to not let the, the way it ended cast a shadow over it. Thanks. Cause there's definitely some amazing, amazing people there. Um, definitely learned a lot. Um, but yeah, it was, it was great. I was, I'm excited to hear that you were out there with Christine Best because she's one of my favorite people. How much did she curse while you were there? She loves to curse. Loves it. Almost as much as me. Does she? <laughs> That's the, the Canadian. Yeah, me and Christine. I met Christine a, a while ago because uh, Deb, the other agent at Lab, who I started working with first, I went out to train with her because she owns, or she, I don't know if she, I shouldn't say that. I actually have no idea if she owns the gym or she co-owns the move fast, lift heavy gym with yeah. Christian Harris. Yeah. And so I went out to train with like Christian Harris and, um, like his CrossFit games team, they weren't all there yet, but Christine best is there. So I went and trained with them for a bit in like November and I loved Christine. Um, so I was so happy she was there. We're like, we've had, we have very similar energies, but her and I, her and I are terrible when we're around each other because we curse. I have the Canadian in me and she's got the, the long Island. So we, uh, we, we, we're, we're bad together. (laughs) First of all, that was a terrible, that was a terrible New York accent. No, it was good. I liked it. The long Island with the G (laughs) long, long Island. Island. I I love Christine. The, uh, the year Christine. The year Christine didn't make the games because she got uh, booted from the open because they no repped her in a bunch of wall balls. So that year, I forget how she finished, but you could still qualify the games to the open and she didn't qualify. Right. She and I hung out at the games and we had so much fun and she curses yeah. like a sailor, which made me I love know. her even more. Two women She's after my own heart. Awesome. And I don't know if you've noticed, John, but I have been very good like angel on the podcast lately or trying really trying been. really hard well because i know it's more work for you to have to go back in and bleep all my bs i don't i don't even bleep them anymore although my mom messaged last night we just uh Annika, we just did a podcast with sammy um uh mona's uh matt frazier oh, nice. awesome. yeah matt's partner and uh my mom messaged me and she's like, Oh my God, I love the episode with Sammy, but between Sammy and Nikki, you didn't get a word in edgewise. I'm like, welcome oh. to my world. Welcome <laughs> to my hilarious. world. That's hilarious. I love that. Ain't that the truth? Oh, that's funny. We all- hey, we were talking about food, the whole food and recipes the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need to dominate the conversation. I enjoy listening. <laughs> it was fun. Like some, sometimes I like to just be on the show just to listen. And that was one. Yeah, fair enough. You know, it was good. And, and to your point, Nikki, you didn't curse very much. I'm trying. I'm trying a lot. But I mean, you know, you get my struggle. Like, this is just who I am. It's who I am as I know, a human me being. Me too. I have to be, 
I have to be very, I have to be careful sometimes of like where I am because <laughs> like with some people, it's just like, who cares? But then I'm like, Annika, like, check your surroundings here for a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a child now. Are you kidding me? I'm like, when do I need to shut my, my mouth? Like, when do they start? Because yeah. he just started like, babbling like a week ago he oh, just no. <laughs> started saying he said dada last sunday and now he won't shut up ah, yeah that's so exciting it's wild and it happens like overnight oh. like he made one yeah. noise and all of a sudden he's just like bah, 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 like trying to talk so i'm like <laughs> it's his favorite thing now uh, when do i yeah. need to like he'll, watch he'll what cussing. i say oh i know are yeah. you kidding me and i, I honestly no won't, next word. i won't care i just don't want him to cuss when he's like two no, he will. Trust me. So, Annika, I have a daughter who's your age, and she has blue hair like oh, you, awesome. by the way. Really? Yeah, no it's way. awesome. Love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And when she was a baby, when she was two, actually, I think I've told this story before, but it's been a long time. We were in a, a department store. She had this little kitty. She still has it, by the way. It's on her bed upstairs. Cute. And <laughs> she had this kitty, and she would drop it. And go, give me my kitty. And so I'd give it to her and she'd drop it again and laugh and go, give me my kitty. And I'd give it to her. And about the third time, I'm like, if you drop it again, I'm not going to give it back to you. And she like gives me that sly look <laughs> that babies give you and she drops it. And so I take it from her and I don't give it back to her. She goes, give me my kitty. And I'm like, no. And she's like, give me my kitty. And I go, no. And she goes, God damn it. Give me my kitty. <laughs> And I gave it to her because she used it in context. I'm like, well, the context is right. So you have to give it to her. Like, what are you going to do? Plus, that's hilarious. I know. I love that. Oh, great. I look at her mom. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, she learned that from you, not from me. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Oh, that's so funny. Hunter's and for the record, she still, she still does that. She still does. She it. does. So. I love that. She still that's drops hilarious. her kitty and makes you pick it up for her. <laughs> no, no, she's, she's a gamer and she sits upstairs and like, you know, the house is, you know, the house is big, but like, I can hear what's going on and she's on her, got her headphones on. So she's shouting and she's dropping F-bombs on people from all across the world, you know, like, <laughs> that's hilarious. you know, so you just get used to it. So Nikki, you have that to look forward to. I, I feel like I'm going to be fine with that. I feel like cussing is just a part of who I am and I'm like, not mad if it gets passed on mm-hmm. matt does it too he's not yeah. as bad as me but he like he just doesn't even realize when he's doing it so i feel like this kid is bad yeah, to have a potty mouth it just is gonna be what it is yeah it starts getting used as like an adverb adjective yes, and yes. like noun like it's yeah yep. it gets especially when i'm around people like from here because canada like we're pretty we're pretty bad for it but we do it in such a casual way that like sometimes there's people like my gym is like 80% like middle-aged and older people like PEI has a very high elderly population so like we're we're a very quiet place we're a very gentle and quiet place so like Vegas was great because it was like ah oh. <laughs> but <laughs> but PEI is like the polar opposite right so sometimes if like I'm out in public and it's also like everybody knows who everybody is yeah. like you can't go anywhere without people seeing you knowing who you are like you'll be driving and you'll feel and you'll like kind of glance over and somebody's like staring into your car because they know you trying to figure out if they know you or not like it's i I hate it it's so wild this is why i'm telling you pei is just an extension of maine because it is like that where my husband is from in way northern maine and i'll never forget i'm from boston okay like Mm -hmm. you don't know anyone anywhere yeah it's amazing 
And when I first yeah. moved to Maine and, and people would like stop me on the street and like try to like make pleasantries and be nice and like say nice things. I would always be like, why are you talking to me? Yeah. You're a stranger. I know. But the first time I ever went home uh, to my husband's hometown, which is way, way Northern Maine near where you are. Um, I will never forget like driving by and he'd be like, Oh, there's so-and-so and and there's so-and-so. And and there's like that black pickup truck is like Mr. Rogers who lives around the corner. And I'm like, how the hell do you know that? Mm -hmm. How do you Mm -hmm. know? How are there not 75 million people in this town with a black pickup truck? How do you know? Or he'll drive by someone like we'd be driving by someone's house and there would be no car in the driveway. And they'd be like, Oh, so-and-so's not home. Like how, yeah. How could you possibly know that? It is insane yeah. oh, to yeah, me. That normal. kind of town where like everyone so knows normal. everyone. It's it's a wonderful place to visit, but I don't know how you live there. I yes. don't know how you do it. Agreed. It's beautiful in the summers and it's great for tourism. And maybe if you want to retire here, but <laughs> yeah. Insane. I love it. That's like the hometown I grew up in. Everybody yep. knows my dad. Everyone, literally everyone. It's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. It's also, it's funny. Cause like, I don't consider myself from here. My mom's from Ontario and my dad is from Memphis, Tennessee, and they just got jobs here. Like they didn't even go to school here. They went to school in Toronto and I wasn't even born here technically. And like, I've grown up here, but we don't have any relatives. So like fun fact about Annika, she's an only child. Her parents are only children. Um, and so I have no aunts or uncles or grandparents. It's like myself and my parents. And in a place where like everybody's extended families are huge. Everybody's like a little related. Everybody knows everyone. Like it's so strange growing up here and not having that like connection. So it's like even weirder for me because I just feel like I'm like not a part of it. And I just kind of watch it. And I'm just like, so weird. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> so, that's better. Just watch it so and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Your dad is from Memphis. Is that what you said? Memphis? Yeah. Yeah. That's two hours from my hometown. Okay, cool. Nice. Your dad yeah. and I could totally speak hillbilly together. It'd be awesome. Totally. He, uh, speak hillbilly. So he has a PhD in psychology and philosophy. <laughs> so he moved, he moved when he was 18. So he doesn't do a whole lot of hillbilly speaking, <laughs> but that's, that's in there somewhere. It's buried yeah, in there somewhere. We, we have Elvis in common. I'm from Tupelo, Mississippi. Elvis was born in Tupelo and he moved to Memphis. So we have Elvis Look in common. Look at that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that'd be great. We that's could, hilarious. We could talk about the king. Thank you very much. So he's yeah. also bald. Look at how many things you have in common. <laughs> it's I know. the same person. Basically. I mean, I'm just oh, saying so that funny. John and your dad have never been hey. in the same room at the same time. Right. <laughs> that is Maybe. so funny. We both have alopecia. You never know. It's it's all the rage these <laughs> we days. We can't talk about that all, nowadays. I know. Oh, you might so get funny. slapped. You, you might, might get slapped. <laughs> you might. might get slapped. Oh, um, totally so, get slapped. So wait, question. Annika, how old are you? Because you've been competing since Eight. you were a teen. You're 18. 18. Did yeah. you even have fun in yeah. Vegas? Did you even like get to do things? Um kind of Saturday night like once we were done then there was some fun had but like we didn't go we got tattoos I got a tattoo and oh funny story this is a great story so we all got just for the moment we were like let's go get this was like my 10th I don't even know we were like let's go get tattoos I was like sounds great um and somebody got stabbed outside of where we were getting our tattoos and then they threw the knife on the roof 
And so we, there was like sirens and fire trucks and like, like everybody was like freaking out for a hot minute. And then they were like, oh yeah, somebody just got stabbed outside and then the knife got thrown on the roof. So like the fire trucks are going to come. Like it was like, we were all just sitting there. We were like, okay. <laughs> that story is like a roller coaster. Annika's like, Hey, really funny story. Someone got murdered right in front of me. <laughs> I don't think he died. I don't think he died, but he did get okay. mugged. This poor, this poor wow. human. I, <laughs> I don't think he died, happen, but, but I did get a slamming tattoo. I will say I that. Agree, like, what are the tattoos? But what? What are they? Like, what did you get? Okay. Yeah, what'd you get? I'm like, let me take my sock off real quick. Hold yeah, on. Let's see. It's and this is an, right for here. the most part, this is an audio <laughs> podcast. You got, got a skeleton hand doing the rock yeah. and roll symbol. This is the yeah. greatest thing I've ever seen in oh. my life. Isn't that amazing? I love it. That That's spur my... of the moment tattoo is an excellent choice. Wasn't it great? Uh, Kyra Mullet Milligan, we got like semi, they're not like matching, but she also got this, but not a skeleton hand. Cause Kyra's like, if you took all of the like sweet, like kind, nice, fun, bubbly, innocent parts of me and then made it a person, that would be Kyra. <laughs> so hers is like a flower <laughs> hand or something. It's just like a normal person hand. It's got like pretty nails, and then mine's like a skeleton. So it's I know it's like cute, and then there's me. But (laughs) so that was really fun. And Danielle got one, and Sabrina and Nicole, some of the other girls there. They all we all went as a group, and we were kind of making a joke. Like after like we were all done, we just walked in. I didn't know tattoo shops did walk-ins for all of my other ones. It was like months in advance. So I was like, this is phenomenal. You can just that is dangerous because I would do this way too much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was no planning involved there. I was like, that's dangerous. Oh, girl, it's um, Vegas. You anyways, can walk in and do whatever yeah. you want. What do you want? You, you can walk in and get married. You can walk in, in and get married. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a literally next to the tattoo place, there was like a wedding chapel. I was like, or not, I guess it wasn't a chapel, it was just yeah, a yeah. room. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. What's crazy but, uh, is you could have been on any block in Vegas and there would be a tattoo shop and a wedding, I, yeah. a wedding chapel right I next know. to each other. There's like a thousand yeah, of those combos. Great. They did a great job and those, they were awesome. Like they were awesome, but it was so funny. Cause after like we were all done and somebody had just gotten stabbed and we kind of joked, we we're like, I, which one of y'all are walking us to our cars. And they were joking. Cause there's a bunch of like super jacked women. Like we're the most muscular group of women they've probably seen. There's like five of us. And they were like, nah, you good. <laughs> you guys, I <laughs> y'all will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> In Vegas, you can get married on the spot. You can get a tattoo. You can get weed. Yeah. What you can't what you can't get apparently is reliable Wi Fi. Just throwing that out there. That's what you can't get in Vegas. But everything else, you can get it all. You can get it all. So do you have any do you have any plans of like moving away from PEI, joining a training camp? Like I know that, you know, there's moves to be made now that you've got a little bit of an off season coming, but also just like in general, like you're 18 now and you're spreading your wings a little bit. And like, do you have any idea of what you want to do? Yeah. I mean, I definitely do want to get out of PEI. Just, I think Wadapalooza this year really showed me how isolated I am. Um, when it comes to like, I've gotten, and I've said this a lot, I've gotten really, really good at training. Um, and I think like I have got some of the best like training methodologies and mindset and work ethic in training, but training and competing are two very separate elements. And Wadapalooza was a big shock for me um, when it comes to initially just the pace at which people start 
I was like, that's terrifying. Cause I'm used to like, like it was, it was terrifying. Like people go guns a blazing right from the start. And to just have that confidence that you'll be okay. I didn't have that yet. Um, and if, if this is the end of my year, something I can take away from this, my very short lived CrossFit game season was I learned, like, I've really learned how to trust my fitness. Cause I used the open this year. I was kind of like, all right, Annika, like, Let's just go out hot because the open doesn't matter. Go out hot and see what happens. And every single time I could hold on. Mm-hmm. And so the open, like the open was kind of the the first, like, I felt like the first of many, it felt like something clicked. It was like, you don't need to like test the waters and then kind of like, see if you can push at the end. It's like, you can go hard, you can pedal down and you can hang on. Like, so learning how to trust my fitness and trust all the work I put in. But, but again, being around, I can do that by myself, but being around those people who do that, like all the time and who are, who are so used to that, like that's definitely something, um, that became very prevalent to me after Wadapalooza. But, uh, but where I'm, I'm like, I'm not, not hundred percent sure, a hundred percent sure yet. I like to be, I'm sometimes overly critical and I like to, I like to break everything down. So it's definitely not going to be a hasty decision, but um, I went and trained with some people in Naples, like the brute strength mm-hmm. team in Naples for a bit after Wadapalooza, um, because I got COVID and I couldn't get home. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but it actually worked out really well cause it was super fun and I really like them. I love Matt Torres. They're all great. Um, obviously Vegas was awesome. Um, there's a lot of good options. I'm friends with some people at Invictus that I want to go train with, like, Jorge and Devin, um, I, I would like to go visit them. Like there's so many now. Um, yeah, we'll kind of see what happens. I'm sure this year, like I have some off off season, like summer July comps planned. Um, I think before then I'll definitely try to get out to some places and, and train a bit more, but like, as of right now, I'm not set on anything. It's exciting though. It is exciting. And I like all those, we have friends in all those camps that you mm-hmm. mentioned and you'd, mm-hmm. you'd be great in all of them. I, um, I don't know, Annika, like I, you know, I know I have no silver linings for you for what's coming up for your season, but you're clearly one of the fittest on earth. So whatever you pick is going to be great mm-hmm. for you. Um, I'm just excited to see what you do next, whatever you decide, yeah. you know, but. I've, I've gotten them. I've, I feel like so, I've gotten really, really good at dealing with adversity. I'm like, thank you universe. I uh, can we be done now. But like the past four years have been very, very hard. I mean, I've missed the games by one spot, like three times basically. Um, and then I qualified for the games as a teen. I came second to Emma Carey and they got canceled came six last year. Like, you know what I mean? It's, there's been a lot of heartbreak. So it, it obviously this year was the year I wanted to kind of like prove to myself that like, I, my issue last year, and I remember talking about this with Tommy and Sean, it was like, I only missed the games by um, uh, three seconds on a workout, an extra snatch here. Um, and I told them, I was like, I think maybe it was because I didn't believe that I belonged there. Like subconsciously, if you don't genuinely think it can happen to you, there's got to be some part of you, like your brain controls everything you do. Right. So that was what I wanted to prove to myself this year. That was that like good things can happen to you and they will. So for it to kind of end like this, it was like, that's going to take me a little bit to build back up, but I know how to deal with it and I know how to move forward. And I feel like I've processed this very quickly already because it's just kind of like, it's all I know how to do. So I'm like, I've already processed this. I know like I'm in the process right now of like figuring out exactly why didn't I double check that? What was going on in my brain that 
that stopped me from double checking it. Um, what can I fix? And it's uncomfortable because it obviously means that I didn't do something right. And like, nobody wants to analyze and assess that, but going through that, figuring out what mentally needs to change there. Um, I can't control the fact that CrossFit HQ decided to be kind of mean to me. <laughs> That's out of my control. Like I can't control that. So all I can do is look at my part in it. Although to be fair, I think it was like, unfortunately a, a small part, but, uh, but yeah, like now I'm, I'm looking towards how can I make this the best thing that's ever happened to me? Um, and so I was talking to like Cooper, obviously, and my coach and we were, I'm going to do can West games in yeah, July. Great. Um, which Say is like, a, Ryan they they're doing for us. Who's Ryan? Like see the, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I've met him yet, but I definitely, now I know now I will, but, uh, but I'm going to do that one. And I think I'm going to do Madrid and like, I'm basically, I'm looking at this as if I lost my mediocre rookie season because I know, like, I, I know just, it's just one of those gut feelings. Like I know I would have gone to the games this year. Um, I know I'm fit enough. I know mentally I'm there, like, but I do not think I would do anything exceptional there yet. I know I have the capacity, but I also recognize I'm very young and it takes a long time to fill in those holes that I had gaping huge weaknesses, not a ton of natural talent. Like that takes time. So, um, I think I would be like top 20, top 30. If I had some bad workouts to the games, like I would do okay. Um, and the way I look at it now and how I'm going to look at it moving forward, cause I have to make this a good thing. It's the only way I function is that I'm basically losing my mediocre rookie year. And now I'm going to use this as like a kick in the ass to come back and podium next year. And like, I called my shot when I called Brian friend, when it first happened, because Brian has been really good to me over the years. And he's given me like a lot of publicity on morning chalk up. He's believed in me. And I was talking to him and I told him, I was like, Brian, I'm going to come back and podium next year out of nowhere. And I still like, I'm going to hold firm in that. Cause I like, I'm just going to lose my mediocre rookie year. I'm going to make some statements at Canwest and Madrid, try to win those and then come out of nowhere with like some a firecracker up my ass and try to go top five at least. Let's right. So go. I've, I've yes. got some plans and I'm starting to get like, I'm starting to use that. I'm almost glad they pissed me off today because being sad makes you a lot mushier than it, when you're angry. Right. And I'm not a very angry person. So I'm like, I need somebody to punch me in the face if I'm going to get mad here. And I feel like today with the whole like scores thing and kind of being like, wow, they really are being unfair. That, that was enough punch in the face for me. So we've got plans. I know what I'm going to do with it. And I know how to take pain and turn it into like fuel. I know how to do that so well. So it's like, I'm, I've just spared the women of the CrossFit Games of me for another year. <laughs> there you go. Use everything to your advantage when you can. Absolutely. Exactly. That is the mindset exactly. of a champion. A hundred percent. Yeah. It'll yeah, all had, come together. Yeah. We had uh, Justin Medeiros on here before he won his first championship. And, you know, it was obviously a much different situation. Um, but I think I said to him, do you really think you can beat Frazier? <laughs> Like, you know, like I was like, cause I didn't think anybody could beat Frazier and it clearly he didn't, but you know, like he took that personally and, uh, you know, I could tell, I kind of pissed him off with the question, you know, and, um, you know, here's the guy that's gone on and it's kind of dominating now. And I, I feel like I see that in you a little bit, like that kind of chip on your shoulder, like, I don't know, I'm going to go prove everybody I deserve to be there. Like, yeah. I know you feel like this was kind of like your lost rookie season. I think you would have gone out and done something great this year for whatever that's worth. And I'm not just sucking up because you're on our show. Like you're, <laughs> you, you clearly have the capacity, but, but I do think you're right. And the one thing, like you have an opportunity now in this year to go out and, 
and do things that those others don't like. The others all have to play it safe. They're all playing for the game. So they got to stay completely healthy. They've got to like, you know, I mean, you know what athletes have to do. They have to, you know, build to like a certain point. You have to be right on track just at the game. So they that's really do hard not to get do. Pancake brunch. I'll tell you that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, you can go out and test some stuff they can't test. You can go yep. to some of these camps and compete against the best and go balls to the wall and see what happens and yep. learn more about yourself than they could ever learn about themselves this year. So I'm excited to see what happens for you. I think, I think you're right. I would absolutely not be surprised at all to see you podium or win the games after having this kind of adversity. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited to I, see what you do. We're just writing a really, really interesting prologue here. And I like I I wrote something in my my notes a while ago because it's just one of those things where it's like you start feeling something, it's like, all right, get this out and get it on words so you can sort through it kind of thing. And like I'll pull it up because I was I'm like so I'm not a very like religious person at all. And so like when people try to tell me like trust the bigger plan, I I've always struggled with that because I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> Give me something to hold and look at and be objective about. Um, and it's, it is a weakness and a strength, I guess it's both, but I've like, what did I say? I was like, I've never been a religious person and I don't even know if I believe in fate or destiny, but this like entire situation has definitely made me believe that there's something larger than myself. Um, and whether that be because there's a reason for everything, or I give everything a reason and I've just become disciplined. And the reason I give these things, if that makes sense, um, Cause I could look at this and be like, Oh, this just means the universe doesn't want me at the games mm, or I could I look see. at it the way I am. Right. So it's like, am I giving everything? Everybody always says everything happens for a reason. And I've never loved that. Um, and I don't know if that was cause I was bitter and I was always like, I don't know if that's true, but I, I don't know if it's everything happens for a reason or I'm choosing to give what happens to me the best reason possible. And I kind of don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm like, it, whatever happens happens and I'm going to turn it into what I want. Um, but basically what I was saying, and I was just kind of like, all I know is that this isn't, they didn't end anything for me this year. They did not. People are like, Oh, like, they ended your seasons room. Like they ended this season, but they're just delaying the beginning of something. Cause I feel like, although I have had four or five, like I've been doing this since I was 14, which isn't really that long, but for me, that's like almost a quarter of my life. Um, oh my God, but, we're so uh, old. But I feel like I've been doing this. <laughs> oh no, I'm just young. I'm just young. But like, for me, it feels like I've been heartbroken for a long time, but I need to remember that like, this is, I'm still, I haven't even started yet. Right. So if I just keep being patient and kind of realizing that like, maybe the universe doesn't want me at the games until I'm there to win, you know, maybe I'm not supposed to be there until I'm like playing for the top, you know? Yep. And I kind of like, I have to, I have to look at it this way now because it's what's going to keep driving me forward. But it's just, it's a very different way of looking at things than I have in past. Um, and I kind of shocked my dad because he is the same way. He is not, he's not a big destiny, big plan kind of person. He's just like, you are your individual captain and you decide what you do. And I like that. So I kind of surprised him when I told him this whole like universe thing, he was like, who are you? I was like, I don't know, man, but like, I'm kind of feeling it right now. <laughs> I love that. That's perfect. Well, I come from a very religious family and, um, I, I wouldn't even pretend to tell you this is your destiny, 
But what I would <laughs> what I would tell you, Annika, is I know you have a legion of fans behind you. And I'm positive of that because prior to coming on this show, I've had person after person after person send me text messages or DMs and saying, Hey, you have to post this to get Annika at the games. I'm like, I don't I'm not in cahoots like no one's gonna listen i'm a meme guy like nobody's listening they to blocked me, me. <laughs> right. yeah, they, yeah exactly like they're not letting me i'm not posting anything but yeah. my but my point to that is is like you got a lot of people in your yeah. corner and i think that speaks to who you are and what your future looks like so you have a bright future there's no yeah. doubt about that thank you i appreciate that honestly everybody who's like messaged me like they're like i know like you're probably not reading this i was like no i swear to god every single person that has messaged me i have been like thank you so much because it's like like, it's reassuring because i i do feel stupid a little bit like i do feel like a little bit of an idiot so i'm like i am one of the only people that this happened to so like everybody else did this just fine i was like you fucked up somewhere so for people to kind of like reassure me and be like it happens the reaction you're getting is not indicative of the the crime um like punishment does not fit the crime here to like hear that reassurance it helps because like obviously like i i know i made a mistake by not double checking my score that's i should be on top of it until it's done like you should be and i normally am and that is like my error does the punishment fit the crime no but i'm not going to absolve myself of my responsibility because of that but but no everybody who's commented something or messaged me like oh my it, it makes me feel so much better i like that is that's huge for me. That means everything. Well, you're you're 18, Annika. You're gonna make much bigger mistakes than this. Just wait. Yeah, just wait. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta watch the like it. Was yeah, it didn't even feel like that big of a mistake. It was so small. It was just the reaction. It was like we honestly, when we were in Vegas and Cooper and Brett and Kiefer, like from Underdogs, were trying to sort this out and talking to everyone. Like it was dead silent because we were just like flabbergasted at the response we were getting. We were expecting it to be like a non-issue, especially because we messaged them before the leaderboard went up. We were like, Oh, they have time to fix this. And nobody even needs to know there was an issue with their score. Like it's fine. But it was just like slammed door after slammed door. And we were all just kind of like, what's Mm -hmm. happening right now? Like there was just so much, there's about like three days of shock and then like two days of heartbreak. And then I was like, I we're turning this shit, like we're turning this shit around and we're taking control again. Yeah. But, but there was like three days of just pure shock of just like, what? (laughs) Like, huh? You're serious. But yeah. Well, that's, uh, been a little par for the course for CrossFit over the years, but you're you're going to come out on the the bright side of this. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make sure of it. All, yeah. all I ask is when you win the games, you give a shout out from the podium and go free make make Watts great again. Unblock him, oh, Dave. No, I will. That's all I well, need. Unblock him, Dave. <laughs> unblock him. That's so funny. It's funny because we actually like we texted Dave when this all happened. Like Danielle really? texted Dave. <laughs> But we like he was kind of like well if I was back in there we were like we know oh my god <laughs> he's like, probably we, like we what, need what exactly do you want me to do about I know yeah. he like he tried to give us like advice we honestly we were just reaching out that's like how many totem poles we uh, hit but wow. like but that's just that makes me laugh he was actually really good about it I really appreciated him like answering and trying to help and stuff but that's funny how funny <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all everything I've heard about Dave is that he's a great dude even though he yeah. blocked me even uh, though he blocked me ah! 
Oh, no, he is, he is excellent, especially with his athletes. Truly, yeah. truly cares so much about all of you guys. So that's funny that I she know. was like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to text Dave. <laughs> yeah, we, that's what we were doing. We were messaging everyone. Like Cooper's like, Danielle, text Dave. She was like, why? He's like, I don't know. Text everyone. <laughs> yeah, let's text the guy that just got fired. That's a good idea. Yeah, well. Good stuff. <laughs> Well, Annika, we really appreciate you telling the story. I know you've told it a few times, but you know, getting to hear it straight from you is is it's uh, I it makes me sad for you, but I'm also really excited about your future. Yeah. So thank I, you. Uh, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I appreciate I, you guys having me on. Of course. Oh, any look, anytime. We didn't even say like we're we're terrible at the doing this uh, professionally, but uh, you're a two poot athlete, and we've. <laughs> We probably should have brought that up, like right from the beginning. Part of the, like we're we're working with Tupud on some other stuff, and they're like, "Oh, you got to talk to Annika. You got to talk to Annika." And then the whole time we forgot to mention them. So yeah, that's true. You guys made your. You guys have a belt coming out. It's we coming. Do have a belt. I'm so, so what does excited. it look like? Are you allowed to say? Yeah, it has our wicked cute logo. It's like the it's like a sideways kettlebell, so it looks like a like a cocktail jug. Nice. Um, and yeah, it's it's coming at some point soon soon so um yeah keep keep your eyes peeled everyone i'm so excited i am like sorry we should have done this at the top of the show maybe we can edit these in at some point so if you already heard them then this show has been edited but i'm like (laughs) fangirled so hard when they sent me this like test belt to be like what do you think because i have been wearing a two-pood belt since like literally you were a tiny preteen and Aww. I have had the same belt forever. The same gold sparkly yeah. belt. Like, like Love. they don't even make them that way anymore. Like it doesn't have a double back loop for the thing. It has a D ring on the back. Like they literally, I sent it back to them for Tim to like replace the Velcro. And I thought he was going to do it like at the two pood factory or whatever they do it. But they like, it's so yeah. old. He just gave it to his mom who has a sewing machine and she replaced oh the God, Velcro stop. for me. I'm so that serious. So this is the first new belt I've ever had since my original. That's awesome. And I'll have to like work it into the rotation because it's our podcast belt. That's so yeah. cool. It's so cool. That's so exciting. I know. I know we're in the process of trying to get, uh, of me trying to design one, but Sam, Sam Briggs sold my initial design. Well, she didn't steal the it. Tattoo she just design. did first. The Phoenix, because mm-hmm. I have a Phoenix tattoo. And so I was going to do like a Phoenix one. And then it was like, ah, Sam Briggs did that. I was like, I love you, Sam. Never mind. You're fine. You can have it. Her belt is Sam's cool. Like my, Her belt just came out. It, it looks cool. really neat. Yeah, it's, it does look really skeleton cool. Sorry. Hand. Do yeah, that thing. yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going to do now. That's, yes. my, uh, that's my next idea. I want to do this guy. So that's. Oh, uh, I love it. Yeah. And I'm going to try. I'm like so plain, though. I'm like black and white because it's easy to match with everything mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know if people like colors but i'm the worst for like monochromatic like black white like i wear a lot of black so i was gonna do it black and white but i'm like do people like black and white do people yes. like colors do they want oh. sparkles i'm black. like i don't know what normal people like <laughs> like all black annika all everything i yeah. like with the exception of what i'm wearing tonight like virtually my entire closet is black Black is all. Awesome. That's, that's why I got purple hair. So there's like a pop of color somewhere. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, perfect. perfect. Love it. Perfect. I love it. Well, thank oh, you for awesome. joining us. You're the best. Yeah, thank this you. This is fun. Absolutely. Nikki, when am I getting my belt? I don't know when they're coming out yet. We got to figure that out. 
This is your job. Get on this shit. Come on, let's go. They sent me an extra small. Can you rock that one? Right now, I could. I know you could. Yeah, yeah, you I'm skinny as fuck right now. I'll I'll send you an ad pic later. I'm so. Here's how skinny I am right now. I shouldn't even say skinny. I was uh, I was working out this weekend, and I've dropped 25 pounds since January, Annika. Oh my god! And yeah, it's ridiculous. And um, and so this is the leanest I've been in a long time. And I was. Uh, I'm a real basic bitch. I wear all Lululemon, right? So I had on my Lululemon sweatpants and uh, uh, tank top working out on Sunday. And the workout had um, handstand pushups in it. And so at some point at the beginning of the workout, my pants start falling down. <laughs> they don't, but yeah, my sweats. So I have to tie them. I'm not used to tying my pants. So I have to tie my pants. So that was the first part that was weird. And then I go to do the handstand pushups and they run my sweatpants run all the way up under my armpits. I swear to God, you can't even make this up. Someone's <laughs> like, someone's like, welcome to the world of women where you have to deal with your clothes through an entire workout. Yeah. I'm like, I guess, because that's what it felt like. Like I was constantly, constantly fidgeting with my shirt and my pants and everything I wear right now. So John, yeah, I could probably wear a small belt. This is probably. why you have to just work out in booty shorts so that you don't have to deal with <laughs> the rest. I yes. think that I figured out the solution for you. Done. Done. But then you get like, you got to go bikers. Cause when they're the booty shorts, then you get the little underbutt butt problems. That's true. Then you're running and you're trying to like, That's you know, true. there's like, there's a happy, I'm, I'm here for the bikers. I'm so glad they came back. Okay. So I, don't I even can't, know what- I can't run in shorts because I get too Same. much thigh chafe. I'll start a fire. Same. Yeah. I can't. Right. Which is why I like bikers or leggings for running. Exactly. But I think, I think John's got to go traditional booty short and just embrace the underbutt situation. What is, I don't even know what underbutt is. Underbutt, <laughs> I don't even know what this is. Underbutt is when your butt is hungry and it eats your shorts. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. And then okay. you get a little like underbutt hanging out. Yeah. You get, oh, you get yeah, yeah. butt cleavage on the bottom. Yeah. Exactly. It's like under boob, but I, under butt. Yeah, but under I don't know butt. if I have. Exactly. I don't know if I have butt cleavage. I guess I'll have to go look. I don't think I do. Maybe he's safe. <laughs> Maybe I. I don't know what that's I'm like. Not, my butt is always hungry like, when I wear booty shorts. Really, oh, yeah. I'm gonna go look oh, on my own because no one needs to see that but me. <laughs> but, yeah. If you're good, if you go through his camera roll tomorrow and his recently deleted, there's gonna be this, a bunch of like timer photos, yeah. like butt shots, <laughs> straight up. It's just all shots of me taking photos of my own ass. It's going to be great. <laughs> the next morning chalk up. We're going to be off the scores. It's going to be like make what's great again. Like picks leaks. Yeah. <laughs> picks leaks. <laughs> oh, geez, it's God. me. No I, to see that. I like text them to <laughs> Joe. I'm like, oh my God, look yeah. at this. Picks leak. Yeah, make oh, what's great so again. Funny. Ass picks leaked by make what's great again. <laughs> I make what's great again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, oh, underbutt, yeah. great again. <laughs> My underbutt does look good. I'm just going to leak them to Justin. <laughs> Justin. That is amazing. Awesome. Oh, that's so oh, funny. Justin's going to wake up in the morning to like 10 photos of my ass. <laughs> he's going to be like, he's going to be like, John, we're, this is not story worthy. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, it totally is, Justin. Print that shit. Print it. That Print is it. so funny. Oh, oh my God. God. All right. Well, on that, on that topic, we're going to end the show. So, Annika, thank you for joining us. We love you. All the best. Uh, Nikki, thank you so much, guys. Great talking to you. Get me a belt. Yeah. And uh, for everyone listening, we appreciate you guys joining us. And we'll chat with you guys soon.